Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. So happy to be live today with you and joining you again. Um, I have to make a little confession. I have been feeling, uh, I have I have had a little challenges these past, uh, about, I, would, I would say two weeks energetically, because I've, I'm feeling the heaviness of this planet, especially with the war. And so, uh, like, I'm feeling a little bit depressed. I'm feeling more anxious. I'm just taking on a little bit too much of the heaviness energy of the planet. And I don't know if any of you guys feel that way um, because I'm so empathic and I could just feel the heaviness of it. And so it's been a little challenging the last couple of weeks because, um, you know, I'm trying to release all of these energies and I'm doing a lot of releasing, clearing, releasing, clearing. So I'm not holding on to these heavy energies and that I could show up to life with the highest vibrational frequency. Hi, Mr. Sabox. Hi, Mr. Sabox. Um, thank you for joining me and good morning. Um, so I just want you to know that, you know, when you're feeling this heavy energy, if you're like me and you're feeling this heavy energy, have a little bit more compassion for yourself. You know, um, say to yourself, you're okay, you're fine, you're doing well, um, everything's going to work out in your highest good trust. Just keep reminding yourself that it's okay to feel this way and that you know, that um, you have the patience and compassion for yourself. And that's what I want to remind you during these times, because, oh, you too, Mr. Sabox, I have been grinding my teeth more and more, not getting good sleep. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I send you a blessings and healings your way. Yeah. You know what? The grinding the teeth. When, I know there are people that grind their teeth when they go to sleep. There's actually um, a mechanism that the dentist can provide for those people who grind their teeth. There's something that you could put in your mouth and sleep with overnight that prevents you from grinding the teeth. I don't know if you uh, know about that. Um, oh, Michelle, um, I'm able, okay. Oh, good. You're able to, oh, I'm so happy. I'm glad that you're keeping a high vibrational frequency. You know, I always say that, you know, even though all of this stuff is going on around the world, we have to try to keep our frequency higher in order to help the planet, right? There's no use in having my frequency low because that's going to affect the frequency of people around me and they're going to affect the people around them. So we try to do the work of the releasing and cleansing to keep our frequency high so that when we show up in situations like these, that we have a better chance at helping others because when we help ourselves, then we help our others. So, um, so I want to get into the, that that's my issue. My sleep gets interrupted after four, four, four or five hours. Did you guys um, see the video that I did with Afrin, the Ayurvedic specialist? I'm going to send you the link right now, the video about sleep with Afrin and the Ayurvedic tips for sleep here. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, give you the link to this video. Afrin is an Ayurvedic specialist and she, oh, I'm so sorry. The, um, some, Afrin is an Ayurvedic specialist and um, 
she had a tip about um, sleep. So I'm, I'm, I just sent you this video. Go to this video. And she has Ayurvedic tips on sleep. Okay, so watch that video. <clears throat> and hopefully that video will help you. Uh, oh, you have a mouth guard, but I still feel the pressure on my teeth. I think the neck. Yeah. Yep. It's true. It's true, Mr. Starbucks. You know, even yeah, we do. I think that, um, you know, we have to keep sending healing and prayers. Hello, almost midnight here. Any tips in releasing and cleansing? I feel so heavy physically lately. Wow, Natalia. Okay, let's get into those questions. Um, I'm going to answer your question, Natalia. Let's first do a little prayer for the uh, the people of Ukraine, what's going on over there, and do a prayer for the planet, because I don't feel like this is a war just in Ukraine. I feel like this is a war in, you know, in the whole world. So let's do a prayer. Let's gather our energies, our consciousness, and send healing to that part of the world so that the planet can heal. Dear God, angels, spirit guides, ascended masters, divine, intergalactic beings of the highest order, we call upon you to please come down and down and um, rain upon your, um, <clears throat> we ask you to send and shower us with your blessings, with your energy of light, with your energy of compassion, with your energy of peace, with your energy of love, with your energy of wisdom. Please, we ask you to send extra, extra, beautiful light of with this energy to all of the people, especially what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, to those people in charge who are the leaders, please, we ask you to please descend your light upon all of us, and especially that part of the world. We ask you to please protect the children, the mothers, the fathers, the families, the innocent people that are under the siege. We ask you to please, please protect their well-being and show them a way out, whether it's to go to another country or whether it's to protect them in their own country, please, we ask you to please protect them. We ask you to please allow each one of us to learn lessons from this experience. What is our greatest opportunity to learn in this, in this, in this um, engagement that's going on there? What is our greatest uh, lesson that humanity needs to learn from this opportunity? So we ask you to please send us your wisdom, send us your messages, send us um, all of those um, messages that truly, truly allow us to have an awakening to, to our eternal truth, to why we are experiencing the situation in this time. And we ask you to please send those messages Again, we allow, uh, we thank you so much for allowing us to surrender any fear, doubt, worries, concern, knowing that you have infinite wisdom, infinite ways to make all things happen, and that we feel so blessed to, con to receive your continued support, your continued protection, and most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Thank you. Namaste. You're welcome, Ms. Shelley. Okay, so... Um, let's go into the I Ching oracles. Last week, there were two uh, viewers that sent me I Ching oracle readings. Um, I mean, they asked me questions to do an I Ching oracle reading. And if you want a question to be answered by the I Ching oracles, ask your question below this video, below this video. And then next week, not on the chat, but below this video. And next week, I will do an I Ching oracle live reading for you. Hello, Laura. Good morning. Good morning, Natalia. Good morning, Michelle. Okay. So the first question comes from Zara. Zara, if you are here, this is uh, the I Ching Oracle reading for you. I picked, I, I did the meditation before I came on and I already picked the card. So Zara's question was, 
I've started getting into ener uh, energy healing. Um, I've been struggling with my health for a while. And no matter what, I, I do not much seem to help. This is her exact word. So I've been really struggling with my health for a while. I'd be grateful to know a little more about what's been going on with the energetic spiritual side of things and any healing modality spirit recommends specifically for my well-being. So Zara has a question about her, her health well-being. And so Zara, this is one of the things that I want to make a precursor to um, give relaying the I Ching Oracle message is that the I Ching Oracle does not give you an answer. So it's not like, I always say that I Ching Oracle gives you the wisdoms for you to learn how to fish. It doesn't give you the fish. It gives you the ability and guidance to learn how to fish. Why? Because if we give you the fish, you will never make that inner transformation, inner growth to figure it out yourself so that you can have the resources that make you more stronger, more powerful, more resourceful, more creative. So the I Ching Oracles is giving you wisdoms and guidance so that you could come up with your own solutions that is best for you. So it doesn't give you like, oh, this is the modality that you should use. It doesn't give you that. What it gives you is that inner wisdom and guidance to help you learn how to fish. Because if you learn how to fish, you will catch the fish. But if we give you the fish, then you will not learn how to fish. And so learning how to fish is where your real power is, right? Because then anything that happens in your life, whether it's health issue, whether it's career, whether it's money, whether it's relationship, you will have better, uh, better inner skills, inner, inner um, resources to tap into to get the answer for yourself. So the I Ching Oracle card that I that that they sent me was I Ching Oracle card number 18, corruption. And it says corruption, something dark under the surface of life manifesting as patterns of negative experience. This comes from our past, our parents and our culture. It's time to examine these old patterns to understand where they came from before you contend to the growing seed of change in your life. What is behind this trouble? What is the hidden cause? Okay, and when I picked this card and I, I read it, I, I, it just really blew me away. It blew me away because what it's saying is, is Zara, your path to healing your physical health is to heal those hidden traumas, the hidden patterns that you are holding onto in your energetic field. You know, I always say that we are this energy consciousness and in this energy consciousness is a lot of information that we hold on to, a lot of traumas that we might hold on to, a lot of patterns that we're holding on to. And these patterns can be something that we are holding on to because we experienced it. We could have it from our past lives. We can have inherited from our ancestors. And these patterns are what informs that physical manifestation. So I always say at the end of the day, when we have a physical health problem, 
is because we want to clear out those those energy consciousness, right? That deeper part, the roots, not we we're like a plant. So the leaves is the physical manifestation and the roots is that energetic consciousness part of you that we can't necessarily see or consciously know because a lot of the stuff is very unconscious, right? We're operating, I would say about 95% unconsciously. So it's the deep stuff that we're not even conscious of. And so what it is, is this, is that I would recommend that you start doing some deep inner child work, inner child healing work. Your inner child are like these, um, I, I sort of see the inner child as the, your emotions. And these emotions come up and they get triggered because there's something in us in a deep, profound way that we haven't dealt with, that we haven't cleansed or that we haven't released. There's an inner child meditation, a guided meditation that I put out. Do some real inner child healing. So if you have, let's say, um, a health issue, let's say you've got some arthritis and let's say the arthritis is very prominent, let's say in your joint in this area. Arthritis oftentimes can be in Chinese medicine, arthritis can be a sign that you've, you're not dealing with your emotions. That's one of the, uh, one of the things about arthritis in Chinese medicine. It's that you're not dealing with the emotion. And so it, it's not being pushed into the organs. It's being pushed into your joints. So let's say, for instance, you've got arthritis. This is a hypothetical. What you want to do is you want to do a meditation, that inner child meditation, and speak to your arthritis. Why? What do you need? Why are you existing? What is the root cause? And your infinite wisdom, what it's telling, go deep inside within yourself. You already know what the answer is. You already know why you have that disease, why you, whether it's cancer, whether it's arthritis, whether it's a thyroid issue, whether it's a home, your body already knows why you have it. You want to access that deeper information because your body already knows there is a part of you that knows. And the part of us that doesn't that is confused is that all of those layers, all of those, a lot of the layers, you know, I always say we're like an onion and the core of us is our truth. And then all of the onion layers is all of the um, white noise. And a lot of times we get so distracted by life that we can't tap into that really inner knowing, but your body can communicate with you why you have the health issue that you have. And so what I would do is I would communicate with that part of my body, those parts of my bodies, and your bodies will, will give you a message. You will innately, you will innately be uh, guided to a message through your body. Your body wants to protect you. Your body wants to be there for you. Your body is a consciousness. If you think that every cell in your body is an intelligent awareness, and that's why your body functions without you giving instructions right now. Right now, you're not telling your liver what to do. You're not telling your heart what to do. You're not telling your organs what to do. You're not saying, you're not giving a set of instructions, right? Your body is working automatically. Why? Because your body has that infinite wisdom. It's an infinite intelligent awareness. So your body can tell you what, why you have this and what are some of the deep things that you want to release. So I understand that you don't have resources to see an energy practitioner 
energy practitioner is never going to give you the healing, even though they're amazing. They're going to guide you to those answers, but you could start, you could start doing that deep inner work of speaking with your body, actively speaking with your body. What is it that you need? Why, what is the root cause of this? Give it the safety, the love, the compassion that your body deserves. And so that is the way to begin. Start communicating with your body. Your body will tell you. It will have infinite wisdom, okay? So that is my aunt, uh, that is the I Ching. They want you to get deep. And some of the information might come out, oh, it was from you know, a past life. It might've been something from, um, you inherited from your ancestors. Your body will give you information. So, and don't give up on that process. And that's a great way to start first. And then if your body says, you know what? I had trauma from my childhood. Then you could go to that trauma you could talk to that trauma and say, you're safe. I have lots of meditation, you know, inner child, go to that inner child guided meditation that walks you through that. So that's what I would do. Okay. So the next question is by Nadika. Nadika said, I asked myself how to not be just ordinary person, but more than that, to have more deeper and powerful contribution in this world and to make a positive change and leave a mark with my existence. Okay, so what Nadika is saying is, is that she wants to make a real impact in the world. You know, she has this feeling, this calling to make an impact in the world, that she is going to uh, do something, really embrace her higher purpose and calling. And so Nadika, I got your I Ching Oracle card number 49, radical change, 49, radical change. And it says, time for transformation. In the moment of change, there is truth, sincerity, and a sure knowledge. The power of the whole unfolding creative process from source through to fruition and fulfillment can enter here and change the world. Regrets vanish along with the past to which they belong. This new time is coming. How can you break the mold? How must the form change to express the essence? Wow, this is an incredible, incredible message. I love the message because it really gets to the heart of why we are not on the path that we should be on, you know, a path of a higher purpose and calling. It really gets to that essence of what it is. And so, what they're saying to you is this is that. In order to transform yourself, because you, you, you want to have, you want to be this incredibly powerful person that makes this positive impact in the world. And let me tell you, that mission is an honorable mission. We salute you for that mission. That is an incredible mission. And what they're saying to you is, is that in order to make this transformation and really find that purpose, really make that contribution to the world is a lot of stuff that, that there are a lot of things that are holding you back that you might've had things from the past that you might still be thinking about that you might still be holding onto these inner patterns of beliefs that you're holding onto in a deeper mind in the subconscious that are not serving you to break out of that mold. You want to break out of that mold. There are things about you that is just holding yourself back. And in order for you to make that transformation and make that true impact in the world, 
you want to transform yourself. You know, I, my favorite analogy is the caterpillar butterfly analogy. You know how the caterpillar transforms itself to become a butterfly and then the butterfly just flies. Well, that's what you want to do. You've got to make that inner transformation. That transformation happens in a profound way. What are some of these, the, these beliefs? Maybe there's regrets. Maybe there's deep beliefs that you're holding on to that no longer serve you, that prevent you from making that transformation from the caterpillar to the, uh, to the, to the, uh, to the butterfly. And so you've got to release, you've got to cleanse out all that stuff to make that transformation. And that transformation, once you start clearing that stuff out, you will know what that purpose is. You will, you will, once you start clearing out all that stuff, you will return to your essence, your essence of your truth. And that essence of your truth is what you're going to use to serve the planet, to make a bigger contribution. You want to get to the essence of Nadika. Who is Nadika? What are the gifts that God has given you? That, that essence is in there, but it's being, it's, it's being um, fogged up by all of these patterns of beliefs that do not serve you, that you're holding on to. So in order to evolve from the caterpillar to the, um, the butterfly, you want to release those things. Those things must be released. So figure out, why don't you make a list of the things that make a, I would journal, I would do a journal, make a list of all the things that you, you believe about yourself that just even consciously, even not even subconscious, start with the conscious, make a list of all the things that are, that you believe is, are holding you back and make up then on the second column, make a list of how you want to contribute to the world, how you're going to contribute to the world. And then third column, um, uh, 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 make a, um, uh, write down how you're going to transform from those old beliefs. What are the things, how you can, what are the things that you could do for, to transform those old beliefs to that new caterpillar? You know, there's a gap here and figure out, wow, I can release this. I can release that. And there's many tools to release, right? There's meditations, there's mantras, there's affirmations, there's virtualizations. There's so many tools that I have placed on my video, you know, virtualization, guided meditations, virtualizations, mantras, meditations, you know, um, you're, you, you want to reverse that. You want to reverse that. And so the way you speak, be very aware of the way you speak. So make that list and then see the gap and say, you know what, Th this is how I'm going to get to this, to the butterfly. This is the caterpillar and this is the butterfly. And this is how I'm going to do it. I'm able to do it through virtualization, through mantras, through meditation, having awareness of the words and the thoughts that I have, having an absolute awareness of your thoughts and your words, speaking to yourself in the direction that you want to go, not in those, not in the past. You want to speak in words and thoughts in the direction you want to go. Okay. So that is what they are saying to you. So again, if any of you have a question for the I Ching Oracle and I pull a card and relay that message to you next week, put your, ask, you know, put your questions below this video, below this video, place your questions, not in the chat, but place your questions. Okay. So now let's go. Good morning, everyone that's just joined us. Hi, Special Gifts LA. Hi, Yashan. Hi, Kat. Let me see who else is here. Um, 
Okay, beautiful. Hi, intuitive Nikki. Okay, so let's see. I know Natal, uh, where is it? Natalia had, Natalia, I know you had asked the question. Any tips in releasing and cleansing? I feel so heavy physically lately. Yes. So uh, one of the tips of releasing and cleansing that I like to use, and there's so many, so many tips, right? One of the things that I like to do is just do an energetic shower. So the first thing when I do is when I go into meditation and when I close a meditation, and even before I come into Zoom, I like to do what, what I call an energetic shower. So I use the dragon energy. I, I ask the dragon, I call upon two dragons to send me a white light, a fire energy. And then I visualize it just cleansing, going down my chakras and then cleansing all of the surrounding cells and just doing an energetic cleanse. And then I see like a cord, a cord that runs through my chakras. And as this light comes through and it's, I'm taking this energetic shower, all of the energies, the lower frequency energies are going into that, into that cord. And as it goes into that cord and it runs down my chakra, then as the energetic shower comes and descends upon every cell of my body, then that those lower frequency uh, energies go down that cord. It gets it goes down that cord, and then it gets released to Mother Earth Gaia. That's one of the ways that I'm constantly cleansing myself. Constantly cleansing myself. Another tip is you want to also say you could say a lot of times you know especially when we're empathic we take on the energies of others, right? Of the planet. And so a lot, oftentimes they're not even our energies, they're energies, the low frequencies of what's out there, especially with this war. So another tip that I do is I say to myself, um, I return, I, I say, I call upon the divine to help me to um, return any energetic, any energies that do not belong to me. I return it to the sender. I return it to the sender. You want to say that, say that I cut the energetic cords and return any energies that do not belong to me to the sender. That's another way that I, I, I cleanse and I, I, I try to cleanse and not hold on to energetic, lower energetic frequencies. The other way that I love to, and this is one thing that I love is this is something that I got from my business coach, Julian Aller. He's an amazing, amazing person. I, I love him. I, I consider him like my brother almost. He said to me one time I, I was in Europe and I, I wasn't feeling, I, I felt like people were sending me negative energies, right? Too much negative energies. And I felt so overwhelmed. And I, you know, I text him. I said, you know, I've been doing this cleansing. I've been doing that. You know, what else can I use? And he said, well, you know what? See your body as transparent, visualize your body as totally just wave, total transparency, not this physical, you know, hard physical being, but totally transparent. Just visualize yourself as being completely transparent and see any of those energies, those lower frequency energies, just see it run through you, just run through you, run through you, run through you, run through. And I did that and it helped. It helped a lot. So these are some of the tips that you could do to release and cleanse. These are just some, there are more, but these are just some and try out with these uh, tips and see how it works out for you. 
because they're great tips. I love the one where I see myself transparent. I could just, just, I'm just like this wave transparency and everything just runs through me. Everything runs through me. Everything runs through me. Okay. Hi, Sylvia. You're welcome, Sylvia. Thanks for joining. Let's see what, what other questions people have. Hello, special gifts. Uh, thank you for supporting. Thank you for joining us. It's, it's, it's a process of cleansing the spirit. Yes, absolutely. Because we're spiritual beings, right? So when we cleanse, when we cleanse our soul, we cleanse, we, we heal ourselves. The body can kill on itself, but it requires inner introspection connected to higher guides and the divine. Absolutely. The body has infinite wisdom to heal ourselves. And what we've done is we've blocked our own chi energy, our own energetic, uh, you know, we've blocked it. And that's why we create disease. But the body has its infinite wisdom to heal itself. It absolutely does. And all healing is self-healing. All healing is self-healing. Now, have I seen lots of energy healers? Yes. And I continue to see energy healers. Why? Speaking of energy healers, you know, I, you know I'm the co-founder of Ohm Heals. So if you want uh, energy uh, support, like one-on-one -on -one support with an energy healer, go to our website, ohm-heals.com, ohm-heals.com. And we custom match you based on your energetic blueprint. We custom match you with an energy practitioner. So the reason why I go see energy healers, even though all is self-healing is because sometimes we need guidance. We don't know how to do it. We need to, we need to be guided to our truth. We need to be guided you know, it's like being on the road and you don't know which way to go. Right. And then you ask somebody, you say, how do I go to that bridge? Which direction? And that person guides you. Right. Well, that's what an energy practitioner is doing. They're guiding you. They're guiding you to your self healing. And a lot of times we need that guidance. We need that guidance. We need that support guidance. And this is why energy healers. And I, I just saw, a, like I said, I saw a shaman two weeks ago. I, I, I just did an energy session, another session this week. So I'm constantly, you know, I, I love energy healers and practitioners. I'm so passionate. So they help me, they guide me because sometimes I'm confused. Sometimes I'm, um, I have no clarity. I'm, I'm foggy up here and the energy practitioners help me put me back on my track, put me back on my track. So it's a, it's a guidance. They're guiding you be, through their channeling. Hi, Cod. Hi, Kat. Uh, hi, no name. Wow, that's a great tip. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad you like that tip, Kat. Hi, Sarupa. Lots of love back to you. Okay, let's see what other questions. Um, and Miss Shelley, thank you for that. What a, you're absolutely right. Uh, Natai, you're welcome, Nataya. I'm so I'm glad that those things helped you. And you know, go to watch my videos and go to my guided meditations. And some of that stuff can help you release. There's a bunch of meditations that help, help that can help you release. Karma lessons, will they continue until they are cleared? How to clear them? Past life things. Can they impact your children? Mm -hmm. Yes. I do believe that our children gets immensely impacted by our parents, our grandparents, our ancestors. Why? Because we're sharing that energy consciousness with them, right? We're sharing. They're coming from the same, you know, your consciousness is their consciousness, right? So sometimes we transfer those things. 
to them unknowingly or unintentionally. You know, I know that you never want to transfer, you know, negative energy to your children or beliefs that do not serve them. Of course, you would never want to do that intuitive, Nikki. That's not your intention. But sometimes we do it in a subconscious way. We do it in a very energetic way that it normally, it just gets automatically transferred, you know? And so a lot of times it's unintentional. And so, yes, I believe that, you know, you know, the Tibetan, you know, the country of Tibet, they said, well, why are you suffering? Why did you, you know, why did China take, take you over? And there's a, the, and Tibetans say, you know, it's because of our karma. It's because of our karma that we are in this predicament, that we are in the situation where, you know, China has taken over our country. And so, and so, you know, there's a, there's a school of belief that it is karmic. However, I do not believe that karma, um, that karma uh, has to remain the same. Why? Why do I not believe that? Because everything is based on energy consciousness. Everything. Everything is a vibrational frequency, energy consciousness. It's all information, right? And all of that can be changed. Is that does energy just stay the same all the time? No, energy is constantly changing. The one thing about Buddhism that they say is change is the only constant in life. Change is the only constant in life. If you think that any everything just stays the same, you are wrong. What is it? What does our body ever stay the same, or is it constantly changing and evolving? The house that you bought, does it remain the same? Does it remain exactly the same? Or does is there a certain wear and tear? Does anything in your life truly remain the same? Everything is based on energy and energy constantly moves. It constantly flows. It gets blocked. It's constantly, you know, everything gets transformed from a lower frequency to a higher frequency, higher frequency to a lower frequency. And so karma is just another energy, right? Karma, if you think about it, it's just another energetic consciousness. And the reason why, if we believe that we are doomed to that destiny, then of course we're going to be doomed to that destiny because it's based on consciousness. Our thoughts create a reality. Consciousness is our thoughts are part of our consciousness. So if we feel that we are doomed, we're signaling the same energetic patterns, right? When we say that we are doomed, when we have a belief, we're signaling the same energetic patterns, the same energetic frequency, and we're not moving it up or down. And therefore, the results, the manifestation becomes the same. And so this is how I really see karma. Karma is just another energy. And so if if a collective, if a a whole collective um, country like Tibet believes that it's karma, that they need to be under the siege of China, it's a whole collective consciousness now that they are doomed, then of course they can't move the needle. You can't move the needle if that's what you believe. And if a whole collective consciousness believes it, like millions of people are believing this or hundreds of thousands of people believe this, that consciousness is even more powerful. It's even more reinforced, right? So to me, karma can always be changed because frequency can always be changed. Energy can be transmuted. Energy can be alchemized, right? Energy can always be alchemized. It's that we have to know how to do it. We have to know 
how to release those things, cleanse ourselves, have a different story, have a different belief, have a different, you know, subconscious mind, uh, belief systems, and cleanse anything that we're holding on to, whether it's from our ancestor, whether it's from our past lives. And so that is really the answer to this question, Intuitive Nikki, that, that if you clear the karma, which you do not desire, then your karma can be changed. It absolutely can be changed. And I believe that the karma, the reason why people can't be, people believe that they can't change it is because they are so in that belief system. You know how powerful you believe. So, you know, Tony Robbins says beliefs will either create or destroy. Beliefs will either create or destroy. That's a powerful statement. Now think about this. Think about this. You know, we're looking at this war in Ukraine right now, right? The war with Russia and thing. One man, Vladimir Putin, believes that Ukraine belongs to him. He believes that so deep. Let me tell you, he believes that so deeply that Ukraine is part of this is part of Russia. He believes that he's living it. And he believes that so deeply that he's willing to go to war and sacrifice all of these innocent lives for that just one belief, that belief alone. And he has a whole army, hundreds of thousands of people on his behalf doing the work for him. Or how about Hitler? Hitler had a belief, right? But how about if he had another belief? How about he had a belief that everyone has a right, that it's time for change, that, so, that, that, that Ukraine is a sovereign country and that, that the past was the past and I have to move with the future, that I'm willing to, I'm not living in the past. I'm going to be living the future. The future is that it's going, you know, that, that people should have a right to have their own government, right? How about if he had that belief? Would we have this war? So, 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 so now that one belief that one single person has, has, has right now, this is how powerful your mind is. This is how powerful your mind is. That one belief that Putin has, has rallied a country, a whole army, has rallied a whole army to kill innocent people. Wow. How powerful is that? How powerful is that? So the thing is this, is that you want to start with the belief that you could clear those karmas that do not serve you. You want to start with that belief, you know, and I saw a news report. This was a, a you know, and I don't even watch news, but I've been watching some news with this Ukraine situation. And I never even watch news because that's, you know, because I want to know what's going on. You know, I'm feeling anxious and I'm telling you, watching this news has not served me that well because I've become more anxious, right? So I stop. I, now I have to really minimize it. But I never even watch news. I started to watch it. And this one man said he, he was a man in Ukraine. He has a family they exiled out of Ukraine. And his father lives in Russia. His father lives in Russia. And he called his father. He said, dad, are you okay? And he says, dad, we've got a siege going on here. We've got invasion. People are dying. People are exiling. And you know what the father said? No, it's not true. No, it's not true. What are you talking about? No, Putin, Putin would never do that. No, it's not true. And so think about that. Think about how that belief that could, because Putin, he was been watching Putin for 20 years. He's been watching state media for 20, his father's probably in his seventies. 
He's been watching uh, Putin state media for 20 years. So he believes whatever Putin is saying that we're not killing civilians. We're not, we're not invading. We're not bombing schools. We're not bombing hospitals, right? So think about how powerful this is. So if you want to change your karma, you got to start to have the belief that you could change your karma and then figure out what are the things that I am holding on to energetically so deep that, like you said, from my ancestors. And this is where, you know, intuitive Nikki, that you could work with an energy practitioner to help you figure out what are some of those things that you're holding on to, you know, karmically. There are practitioners that we have. We have, um, I think there was a, a Lisa Witter. Lisa Witter is somebody that I would recommend on the platform who deals with karmic stuff. She deals with this exactly. I'm going to send you her link. She, you and watch her video. She deals with karmic stuff, karmic clearing. Um, this is her specialty, Lisa Witter. Let me let me um, let me send you her bio and her video right here. She she and I were talking about this karmic. Do we believe that we can change karma? And we both said yes. So go there, Nikki Intuitive. Go to that bio of uh, of Nikki. Oh no no, it's 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 right here. Let me let me sorry, here, it's this, it's this link. I sent you the wrong link. It's this link. Go to that link. She specializes in karma clearing. Okay. Nikki intuitive. So that's my answer. My long winded answer. You know, you guys give me answer and then I go on and on and on, but it shows you the power of your thoughts, the power of your beliefs. They are so powerful. And so if you want to heal anything in your life, you got to start to shift your belief, the belief system. you got to start to change that. Because these beliefs are so powerful. That's why, that's why we are in this war. We are in this war, which is a world war. In my opinion, we're already in world war. is because of what Putin believes. He believes that Ukraine belongs to Russia. He believes that. Believes it so strongly because he's, he, he's so deeply entrenched in the past. That's the reason. Shows you how powerful your beliefs are how powerful your beliefs are. They are so powerful. Yes, we have absolutely, Michelle. Michelle, you're so wise. You're a genius. Absolutely, Michelle. Thank you so much. We have the power to change our vibration because we are all energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Energy is constantly changing. Our thoughts create our real. Thank you so much for sharing your light with us. Oh, you're welcome, intuitive Nikki. But isn't religion a belief system? Oh, that's a great question. State of Zen. Thank you for asking that question. Yes. You know what? I always say this is my opinion about religion. Spirituality to me is the universal truths. There are universal truths of energy, love, compassion, right? Hatred, fear. You know, we all, we all can agree that those things exist in our consciousness, right? We all have fear. We have we have uh, love, we have compassion, right? And spirituality takes us closer to our eternal beingness, our truth of being eternal, love, compassionate, the highest vibrational frequency. Spirituality takes us closer to that. What religion for me is, it's a packaging. And there's nothing wrong with packaging. It's a packaging. So when we have, let's say, the Muslim religion, there are certain rituals, certain um, rituals and events that they, or, you know, that they do 
in the Muslim tradition, Christianity, Christianity. There are certain uh, events, rituals that they perform under Christianity, Buddhism. There's certain um, rituals that they perform under the Buddhist um, religion, or if you want to call that religion, or if you know whatever religion you you want, or fundamental Christians. There's certain uh, packaging that they have based on a belief system, right? And so for me, religion is just a packaging. You're packaging it. These are the traditions. These are the uh, rituals. These are the sets of things that we believe. But if we peel away all of the packaging and we get to the essence of what it says, religion's essence is supposed to be about the same. It all leads to the same road, which is that we are eternal beingness. We are absolute love, like compassion. That's really the truth of us. The truth of us is love energy. Why? Because we are created by love energy. Love energy must exist in order for anything in this universe to manifest. You have manifested your body, your thoughts, what you call Miss Shelley, what you call intuitive Nikki, state of Zen. You were created because of high vibrational frequency energy, because that energy had to be so strong to turn into physical manifestation. Without that highest level of energetic frequency, we cannot have the universe, the stuff that we see, smell, hear, and touch. We can, it cannot exist. So we are the, the ultimate truth of each one of us that we are made up of love energy and therefore we are love. And where we get into trouble is all of the beliefs that we have absorbed through our ancestors, through our past lives, whatever, through the current life. We have absorbed all of these beliefs that do not serve us. And so religion to me is just a packaging. But if you really go to the essence of each religion and really peel away all of that packaging, there is a universal truth to everything. And so this is what this is how I see religion. Now, do I think the packaging is not wrong? No. As long as you're not hurting others or you're not killing people in the name of a God, then there's nothing wrong with packaging. There's nothing wrong with that. Look, I, I have Buddha statues all over my home. I have, why? Because when I see that Buddha statue, it helps me come home to my soul. Now, if that packaging helps you to come home to your truth, then by all means, by all means, take the packaging. There's nothing wrong with packaging as long as you're not using it in the name to hurt others. So if somebody says, my sister is a fundamental Christian, she thinks that uh, the Buddhist, the Buddha is kind of, she says in her religion, they call it, they, they're kind of, it's supposed to be kind of, the Buddha is like kind of disguised as evil. Now, would I ever say that about her Christian? And, and you know, that did offend me a little bit, but I, I understand where she's coming from because she there's a belief system behind that. And so, and so, but the, the essence of what they're learning, the essence of her Bible, when, if you read it, there are beautiful things in the essence of, if you take away all of that packaging, there are beautiful things underneath that, that she's learning. And so I, you know, I respect her, uh, I respect her, her, her way of 
of practicing spirituality, nurturing her. I respect it. I, I absolutely respect it. I never judge her. I never judge her. So that's a packaging that she now this sometimes the packaging, you know, doesn't really honor others. You know, sometimes the packaging may not be so unconditionally loving, you know, because when you say that the Buddha is even that's not unconditional loving and that's judgment. So sometimes the packaging may not be something that I agree with. But is my sister going out and killing people on behalf of her religion? No, she's not. She's, she's a good citizen. She pays her taxes. She takes care of her family, right? She's honest. So uh, that's, that's what it is. And I still love her. She's my sister. Okay, so you're welcome. I still embrace some practices of a religion, but I prefer to be more spiritual being than religious because religion structured and imposed, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I call packaging, that kind of that structure. And, and there's a certain structure. And that's, that to me is like the packaging. And sometimes those packaging, they don't serve you. And sometimes it does. So that's where you get to be on your soul's path. Does this packaging resonate with you? If that structure resonates with you, then you do it. If it doesn't resonate with you, then you leave it. I always tell people I respect all religions because if I, and I do not judge religion. I do not judge. Who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? I mean, there's a lot of things that I've got to improve in my own life. So who am I to judge somebody for being a fundamental Christian or being Muslim or whatever? I can't, that, that's not my place to judge. It's not my place to judge. If that packaging works for you and you are a good person, you're not killing in the name or doing bad things in the name of that religion, then I say, do it, go for it. Because every single one of us has Oh, Norseman, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the donation. Every single one of us has a unique soul's journey. My way is not necessarily your way. Your way is not necessarily his way. His way is not necessarily that other person's way. So we cannot judge. We cannot judge. And this is why even with this war, I'm like, oh, I'm refraining from judging. I'm refraining so badly because... I know that the universe, there's a bigger, bigger picture in all of this, much bigger picture in, in all of this that I am not privy to. I am not privy to. All I could do is change myself, make, as the Buddha says, when the only thing we all need to be concerned about is changing our own individual minds, not changing other people's minds, changing this. Because as you change your own individual mind, and I, as I said before, how powerful our individual mind is, how powerful each one of our consciousness is, how powerful it is. I talked about it before. Look at what Putin, how he's just that individual mind of Putin is creating this entire war. How about Hitler? That one mind of the Hitler brought us to World War II, right? That your mind is so powerful because it has the ability to influence others around you. And so the Buddha always says, do not judge others, just mind this and change this and shift this. Because if you shift this, 
you will shift other people around you and those people will shift people around them. Now we are shifting the collective planet. So know that you individually have tremendous power. A lot of us have this belief that we are not powerful, that individually, but it's not true. You individually are extremely, extremely powerful. And so rather than, you know, putting our energy into judging others, which, because what is that going to do? Is that going to shift us? Is that going to shift us internally? Is that going to shift us? No, it's not. Put our energy into making yourself, expanding yourself to that butterfly. How can I transform from a caterpillar to that butterfly? How can I make that inner change? Because once I make that inner change, wow, the people that I will affect around me is infinite, is, is there's no limit to that. There's no limit to whom I can affect, but I have to make that inner transformation to be able to affect those people. I must make that inner transformation. And so you have so much power. Know that you have so much power. It's what you believe that is holding you back. And those beliefs are not aligned with your truth. You want to align your beliefs with your inter- eternal truth that you are an infinite possibility and a magnificent person. You want to align your beliefs to that which of one of magnificence, one of infinite possibilities, one of greatness, one of unconditional lovability, one of unconditional worthiness. You want to align your beliefs to your eternal truth. You are an eternal being of infinite, um, infinite um, possibilities. And so you want to align yourself with that infinite truth. And you will see how everything in your life shifts, whether it's health, whether it's money, whether it's career, whether it's business, whether it's relationships, everything will shift. And the reason why it's not shifting is because we haven't still made that change. We haven't made that change. And now we're frustrated. We're angry. And you know what? We're really angry at ourselves. But what we do is we, we, we blame it on others. Why? Because it's easier to blame it on others. It's easier to blame on others than to say, wow, what can I shift? Why did I attract this situation to, to, to uh, get this manifested? What is it in myself? You know, this outer world is like a movie. It's a movie that's playing and it's showing you what you have to work on the inside. That's what it is. The outer experience, what we call, I call it the matrix. I call all of these physical experiences that we're in the matrix. Have you guys ever watched the matrix? I feel like this time space reality is the matrix and behind it is all that stuff that's controlling this matrix. So behind it is your, your aura, your energetic field. This energetic field has the ability to control this matrix, to make the matrix a different outcome. So you've got to, you've got to change. You've got to make that inner world change for that outer world to change. So that, that's, that's, that, that's my two cents. Okay. You're welcome. Ah, oh, you're welcome, Natalia. I burst practice of vision, but okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Me too. I, 
I got different deities of Buddhism, Hinduism, Christian, Jewish. <laughs> that is so funny, Michelle. Wow. Michelle, you and I are very aligned, aren't we? Huh? Thank you. Yes, that's right, Lena. That's based in the idea of separation, dualism, as opposed to oneness, because we are really one. And thank you, Norseman, again. Thank you so much. Hopefully, cryptocurrency is our chance at freedom from government. You, you know what? Uh, cryptocurrency, you know, they're going to start regulating cryptocurrency. Government is going to start to regulate cryptocurrency. I believe that. I believe that. I think we there's a part of our government, you know, all governments that have an Orwellian you know, social uh, control that they want to place. And I, I feel like crypto will eventually be uh, governed by uh, governments. Uh, I don't think it's going to be all, uh, you know, unregulated. I think there is going to be regulation in crypto eventually. Hope you had a good, I did. Um, yes, absolutely, Cod. Thank you for that. I hope many people aren't feeding the energy towards the war, rather focus on peace and focus on raising our own vibrations. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. That is absolutely right. Because we have to keep our vibration high. Why? Because if we're going to heal this planet, have any chance of healing this planet, we have to show up with high vibration. We have to show up with high vibration. So I absolutely, let's focus on peace. Focus on peace. Focus on peace. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us that. Thank you. Insecurity causes fear. The fear can cause a person to become greedy and powerful, hungry. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of this stuff is insecurity. You know, when you really do look at Putin, you know, he, he seems like an egomaniac. He seems that way, right? But obviously, you know, if let's say, you know, there's probably something so paranoid, the core of him is probably so paranoid, so insecure right? Because you wouldn't need to manipulate and control. Why people manipulate and control, right? Because if you are free on the inside, why do you have to do any controlling manipulation on the outside? It just shows you how you're not free on the inside. Because you, if you are truly free on the inside, you will have no desire, no care to control and manipulate anybody outside of you, right? When you reach that state of nirvana, that higher consciousness state, and you, you feel one with the universe, there is nothing to do. You've done everything. There, there is nothing to do. It's just a state of being. How powerful is that state of being? There's nothing to do, right? You, you, you do everything, you're in this highest state of being and that highest state of being is absolute bliss, absolute joy, absolute perfection. There's no need to do anything but be. And so when the, uh, the Buddha reached enlightenment, that state of nirvana, what did he say? He said, everything in this universe is perfect. Everything is perfect. Everything is whole because he connected. He felt for that brief moment, he felt the perfection, the higher consciousness that everything is in its yin and yang place. Everything is yin and yang. We can't have the dark without the light. We can't have the light without the dark. We can't have the vegans 
that are protesting with so much compassion, with so much fervor, right? Passion. The vegans are so passionate. But why do we have the vegans? Because we have people who eat meat, right? Vegans would not exist without the meat eaters. So we can't have the Mother Teresa's without maybe the autocrats. So this is where Buddha, when he reached that higher level of consciousness, he realized that everything in the universe is perfect, is perfect. And so we remind ourselves of the perfection of this moment, the now, regardless of what's happening. We keep reminding ourselves of that. Thank you. Just being grateful. Why? Because as we keep reminding ourselves, even if we feel, see the chaos around the world, we remind ourselves, we raise our frequency, we raise our frequency, we raise our frequency, and we can have a better chance at peace, better chance at peace. But everything has a purpose. Everything has a purpose that we don't quite understand in this lower consciousness, but the higher consciousness understands it. The higher consciousness has that infinite wisdom, infinite wisdom to know how everything fits together like a puzzle, that yin and yang perfection of balance and harmony. And so this is where my opportunity to let go of judging and to allow things and to just raise my frequency. So thank you so much for entertaining me with that. Thank you so much. This was a powerful, powerful session. And you all are my greatest teacher. Miss Shelley, you're my greatest teacher. Norseman, Howick, you're all my greatest, greatest teacher. All of you, you guys just come with such beautiful uh, energies and souls. So now let's all chant. Let's do the chant of the OM because OM and feel the vibration in our hearts to close this out. Let's also that we could, and then see as we chanting OM, See that energy, that beautiful energy of white, pink light, just radiate out into every sentient being on this planet, everything. So take a few deep breaths in and out. Feel that vibration of OM in your heart chakra and send that beautiful light and vibration to every sentient being, every part of our planet. Send it to every person, every sentient being. Send it to the ocean, to the forest, to the desert, to the mountains. Send it everywhere. 
allow the planet to receive this powerful vibration of OM. And may we place our consciousness in a state of peace, in a state of serenity, in a state of Zen. And so it is. Namaste. Thank you, everyone. I love you all. I'll see you next week again. And send if you have a question for the I Ching, please write it below this video. Thank you so much. Love and blessings to you.